the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. We have had some discussions here on the show, and we will have more, about House Bill 616. It is the attempt by the Ohio General Assembly to borrow, in the kindest sense, in the unkindest sense, uh, copy off Florida's Parents' Rights in Education Bill. Say, I've never heard of the Parents' Rights in Education Bill, Bruce. Yeah, the reason why you've never heard of the Parents' Rights in Education Bill is because the Columbus Dispatch... And your local television stations continue to refer to House Bill 616 virtually every time it is mentioned as the don't say gay bill. Uh, It is not a don't say gay bill any more than the Florida Parents' Rights and Education Bill was a don't say gay bill, as the word gay does not appear in the Florida bill, nor does it appear in House Bill 616. But there are people, many people, who are opposed to House Bill 616, and so they do what People opposed to things do when they don't have the truth on their side, they lie. And so they lie about House Bill 616 being the don't say gay bill. Uh, One of the chief uh, architects of this lying is Anna Staver of the Columbus Dispatch, who's writing on this proposed bill in the Ohio legislature, which, by the way, hasn't even gotten a reading in either the Senate or the House yet. Uh, Anna Staver continues to write about it as the don't say gay bill. Uh, You can also read between the lines of the other things that she reports and tell that she is not a proponent of the bill. That's fine. That's her choice. Uh, It's not so fine that Anna Staver, however, is going to be the moderator of an upcoming discussion at the Columbus Metropolitan Club next week. Now, uh, the other speakers who will be there, uh, Denzel Porteous of Stonewall Union, a representative from Equality Ohio. They are the ones who are uh, trying to get uh, LGBTQ as a protected class in the state of Ohio. They keep proposing the Equality Act. It keeps getting uh, roundly ignored because it is not the will of the voters of the state of Ohio. If it were, they'd be pressuring their legislators to bring it up and make it law. Uh, also, uh, Scott DeMauro of one of the teachers unions in the state of Ohio will be there. And Troy McIntosh. Uh, will be the uh, playing the role of uh, Davy Crockett at the Alibo that day, uh, being the lone uh, proponent for House Bill 616, Troy McIntosh uh, with Center for Christian Virtue. Let me say this about this event. Uh, I choose to believe that the Columbus Metropolitan Club is endeavoring to do a fair discussion of this issue. And it is an important discussion of this issue because uh, it's my belief that the people who frequent uh, this lunch meeting of the Columbus Metropolitan Club and 
all meetings of the Columbus Metropolitan Club uh, are people who have the ability to influence public opinion in the city about matters of great importance. And House Bill 616 is a matter of great importance because it is a bill that if signed into law would not allow kindergarten, first, second, and third graders to be taught anything about sexual orientation or gender identity. It is, to me, unfathomable that anyone thinks a kindergarten, first, second, or third grader is mature enough to handle while, let's remember, their age, trying to get their arms around complex concepts like reading, math, the alphabet, verbal skills. First time in their life they've been around other kids who, you know, also have to be a priority of the teacher and of the supervisor in the room. They don't have just mom and dad's undivided attention like they do at home. These are extremely formative years for these kids. They're being bombarded by all kinds of information. They're trying to keep up. They're trying to relate to each other. And we're going to introduce into the midst of that the mental poison of, hey, you know, some people are born with the wrong body. and Some people have uh, male parts, but they have a woman, girl's mind. That's nonsense to any reasonably smart adult, let alone children. So, this is an important discussion that the Columbus Metropolitan Club is endeavoring to have. And it is, in my view, unfortunate, very unfortunate, and I think inexcusable that the sponsors of this bill refuse to come out and boldly state the merits of of the bill that they have proposed. Like, look, if you're going to propose a bill, then you should have the courage of your conviction to get out front and tell people why it is a great bill. And if you're going to not have the moral courage, backbone, or fiber to go public and explain why you have proposed this bill, then you're the wrong person. To propose the bill, because by proposing the bill, you should be the chief advocate for the bill. So, for those of you who say I never take down anybody on the right, uh, I find it absolutely inexcusable that Mike Loichik and I think it's Gene Schmidt the two Republican representatives who have proposed this bill, won't answer calls from the Columbus Metropolitan Club, won't show up at this forum, won't face Denzel Porteous, Equality Ohio, and Scott DeMauro, and tell them why they're wrong on this. Because they are wrong on this. This is not a bill that should be allowed to just vanish into the ether. I would stiffen the Florida Parents' Rights in Education bill because it is, to me, ridiculous that we think even a fourth or fifth grader is mature enough to have these conversations. 
So I have learned and had confirmed for me that Linda Harvey, and I know Linda, and I believe Linda would be a great addition to this panel, and she was, in fact, originally invited to be a part of this panel. That has been confirmed to me uh, by the Columbus Metropolitan Club. But she has been, she has had her participation in the panel rescinded, and the Metropolitan Club has confirmed to me, as Linda said to me, that her invitation was rescinded because Linda Harvey and her organization, Mission America, which True, con- true disclosure, full disclosure. Linda has a program on our sister station, WRFD AM 880, on the weekend where she talks about cultural issues. And Linda Harvey, like me, looks at life through the prism of her faith in Jesus Christ. And she orders her life according to the way the Bible says to live on all things. And so any authentic Christian cannot with a clear mind without being in violation of scripture say that the LGBTQ agenda is God's design for their life and that is all Linda says well for this she and pretty much anybody else that um, has been on the radar of the Southern Poverty Law Center if the Southern Poverty Law Center finds out that you are in their view, anti-LGBTQ, in my view, pro-biblical morality, you are labeled a hate group. So the SPLC labeled Mission America a hate group. They somehow got wind that Linda had been invited to this Columbus Metropolitan Club luncheon. They, the SPLC, let the Metropolitan Club know about it. Hey, you've got a person who's on our list of hate groups coming to one of your luncheons. And the Metropolitan Club regrettably weighed the SPLC's labeling of Linda and rescinded her invitation. I hope they reconsider because Linda is uh, extremely qualified to speak to this issue. Um, But again, uh, inexcusable, inexcusable that Loichik and Schmidt want to take a victory lap for proposing this and won't defend it publicly. So to uh, recap my discussion on the Columbus Metropolitan Club's upcoming middle of the next week discussion about House Bill 616, it's really important that the truth about this bill, what it would do, why it's needed, gets out. And my concern, and my concern is not that the Columbus Metropolitan Club wants to uh, present a slanted view. That's not my concern. My concern is a slanted view will result from their luncheon if Troy McIntosh of Center for Christian Virtue is the only speaker on a panel where the moderator, Anna Staver of the Dispatch, decidedly not nonpartisan. All you have to do is read her reporting to know that. And three other panelists from the woke side of the ledger who would like to be able to, love to be able to speak about sexual matters, gender identity, orientation, gender fluidity, and other damaging nonsense, 
if three people on the panel have that view. Because look, I mean, panel discussion, what's the pretty much overriding practice is everybody gets to speak an equal amount of time, right? So if Troy McIntosh is the only person on the panel advocating for House Bill 616 and three other panelists are going to oppose him and the moderator is going to do a Candy Crowley job of moderating the debate, which is my complete expectation, well then my concern is that the opinion shapers and influencers and people who have influence and power in the city of Columbus who are prone to attend Columbus Metropolitan Club luncheons because they want to hear smart discussions on things. My concern is they won't get a full picture because Troy McIntosh's view will be drowned out. So Linda Harvey was invited. Linda Harvey Mission America. Linda Harvey's invitation was rescinded by the Metropolitan Club. And I have confirmed through discussions with the people from the Metropolitan Club, who I appreciate very much getting back to me and being persistent in getting back to me as we had some phone issues here this morning. They were very kind. We had a very cordial discussion. And their justification, their motivation that moved them to rescind an invitation to Linda Harvey that they at first extended to her is that she's been labeled a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center. Okay, well, the Southern Poverty Law Center, my argument to the Metropolitan Club is, you guys should make your own decisions. You shouldn't listen to them because they are an extreme organization themselves. It takes a little bit of work to find out the depth of the slanted viewpoints at the Southern Poverty Law Center. If you Google them, you'll get a bunch of SPLC propaganda. If you go to a site, a search engine, DuckDuckGo, that does not stack the deck like Google does, well, then you will find out a lot more about SPLC. You'll find a list from the Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro's media organization, that lists seven examples of why the SPLC is not the down-the-middle, nonpartisan arbiter that it portrays itself to be. For instance, would you label an organization a hate group if, when it applied its label to someone, that label motivated someone to enter the organization that it labeled offices and try to commit mass murder? I would. I would say, wow, that label must have come from a pretty hateful organization. Well, that is exactly what happened in 2012. The SPLC put the Family Research Council, the Family Research Council, oh, 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 so radical, so extreme. They're affiliated with Focus on the Family with James Dobson. I mean, we can't have the nuclear family flourishing, folks. No, no we got to destroy the nuclear family, like BLM. By the way, by the way, is BLM on the list of hate groups from the Southern Poverty Law Center? I'm looking. I'm looking. No, it is not. BLM is not on the list of hate groups from the Southern Poverty Law Center. Interesting, interesting. You know who else was not on the list of hate groups from the Southern Poverty Law Center? Uh, Occupy Wall Street, Occupy Wall Street, anti-Semitic, black nationalism, class hatred, Occupy Wall Street, not on the Southern Poverty Law Center's list of hate groups. Uh, Linda Harvey of Mission America, 
maybe you should. I actually told Linda this yesterday. I said, Linda, I'm actually a little jealous that you're on their list and I'm not. Because the word must not be getting out from the Bruce Hooley show that the LGBTQ plus, wouldn't want to deny them their acronym, that their agenda does not go nearly far enough when it talks about the astronomical suicide rate among kids who are LGBTQ plus. Oh, I, you know, I'm totally in agreement with Stonewall Columbus, Kaleidoscope Youth Center, Sintero, Panorama, all of them, when they did cry, decry a 40% suicide rate among some LGBTQ plus individuals. Because they're not all the same, lesbian, gay, bi, all that. But some, it's that high. It's, 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 it's awful. It's terrible. People taking their own life, that's horrible. But the LGBTQ plus agenda and I part ways at the fork in the road when they and we try to explain why. My view is if you are living at odds with God's plan for your life, God has planted his moral law in every human heart and you live with inner guilt and shame that I don't live with on matters of my sexual orientation because I'm blessed, let me say this, I'm blessed not to be confronted with that very difficult sexual temptation in my life. It's not I'm I'm not better than them. I'm not more loved than them. I'm just been spared that particular temptation. I have an array of temptations. The sexual temptation toward LGBTQ plus lifestyle does not appear to be one of them. And so here's what I would say when when you say, well, they don't live with guilt and chambers. Okay, then I'll go back to the familiar theme that I have sounded on this show many times, is that what is the thrust of the gay pride parade? They're having one in my hometown, Little Sleepy West Liberty, seven churches, three traffic lights. They're having a gay pride parade in my hometown. Mm. Something horrible has happened in my hometown since I left it. Thankfully, my parents are in their eternal reward and don't have to live to see that. What do they have a gay pride parade for? So that you will see how proud they are to be gay. But if you go to the parade and you oppose the gay agenda, will they say, well, you're really missing out. You know, you should get in on this. It's a lot of fun. It's great. It's a great way to live your life. No, no. They will hurl invectives at you and you will be unsafe because your approval must be given. They crave, demand, must have your approval. Why? Because inside, they don't have that peace that you have. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.